The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. I will not wear the mask. I will not wear the mask. I will not wear the mask. I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above all. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked chime? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate the work of those who fall away. With my mouth, I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said... Mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmonious sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph Lord, in the works of your hands. are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And with that, good morning, America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people, all the boat rockers who are in the house, and anybody else I may have missed, to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina. The editor at SonsLibertyMedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us here on Rotten to the Core Wednesday, and we're going to get to that in just a moment. If you would like to check us out online, please do so, SonsOfLibertyRadio.com and also SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. If you head over to SonsLibertyMedia.com and you scroll down on the right, if you're listening, by the way, uh, by way of Red State Talk Radio, we are going live right down on the right side of the page, second video down. And if you want to enlarge that and be a part of the audience here, you can do that. You can see the faces made for radio right here. And uh, you can also click on to that platform and join all the boat rockers who are in the chat and make some new friends there. People of like mind, 
maybe one or two that's not. But, uh, you know, if they keep listening, maybe maybe that'll change. You know, we trust the Lord in those kinds of things. And in any case, right above that is Bradley's show from yesterday. If you missed that, if some of it kind of messed up at the end, I don't know what why that is. It messed up on some platforms and not others. I really don't know why that is. Uh, you can see it without that. <laughs> okay, uh, just click on to that and you can watch yesterday's show. And he goes live at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Central at sonsoflibertymedia.com. Right above the videos for the radio show, we have a place where you can subscribe to our newsletter. We don't rent your email. We don't spam it. We don't sell it. You get one email a day from us. It's all of the articles we have at sonsoflibertymedia.com. And um, <clears throat> we send you that out. That includes the archive for the morning show. And uh, you can sign up for that, and it's painless, I promise. And you get that every night in your email, and you'll have all the information, especially all the stuff that we talk about on Wednesdays, because Lynn goes to great lengths to provide all of the extra information. You can see all these tabs I have open, those of you who are watching by way of the video platforms. This is all the information that Lynn has for us this morning, so we're going to have to get to it. But if you would like to help us, Meet the needs that we have. We don't ask you for money, but we do tell you we have needs. If you are if you have the ability and you want to help us and join and partner with us, there's a donate button there. You can make a one-time donation. You can partner with us monthly as a son or daughter of liberty. That link is also on sonsoflibertymedia.com. And also there's a store button, and you can pick up products in there, You know, water bottles, coffee mugs, T-shirts, all this kind of stuff. Uh, that are great conversation starters where you are. And then also there are equipping tools in there, DVDs and books and things of that nature that help you in your sphere of influence to reach the people there where you are. Again, we're not looking for sheep like some people who are in the chat this morning. (laughs) We're looking for some lion cubs who do what they do in their neck of the woods, as we say down here down south. And so with that said, this is Rotten to the Core Wednesday. We're exposing what the government is doing to indoctrinate our kids. They're usurping the authority they have. Government is there to protect the rights of the people and to punish the evildoers. That is really their only task. Okay? That's really it. And um so so that's that's what we that's what we um that's what we promote here is that Government do its job and nothing more and nothing less. And sadly, they're not doing that job. So we're having to call even those in government to repentance. I don't care what their intentions are. It's, uh, it's, it's what they're actually doing or not doing that becomes the problem. Same thing with individual men. Okay? So with that said, I want to welcome to the Sons of Liberty my co-host on Wednesday, Lynn Taylor. Good morning, Lynn. Well, good morning, everyone. <laughs> and uh, Lynn is working uh, just fine this morning on our Zoom, and last week we had a little bit of trouble because it was freezing up for a little bit, so she's done all the resets, and she now she's not technically challenged on all that. <laughs> she does what she's doing, and uh, and she's got that working, so we're glad that you got that working uh, this morning, Lynn. And you know, Thank we're, you. We're, we're, it's interesting because this morning we're talking about, on, on the eve of Lennon's birthday, and Earth Day. Okay? Oh, yes. Um, we are talking about a subject that I'm going to discuss a little more for those who are ignorant of our history, who have been indoctrinated by the public indoctrination centers we call public schools. Thomas D. Lorenzo is going to be with us tomorrow, and we're going to talk about Lincoln. Yep, the guy that 
Trump said was his favorite president, and and now the the Democrats want to say, oh, the party of Lincoln. You know, they're all centered around Lincoln and uh, and the worship of Lincoln, and we're going to expose what that is. But we're talking about this fascism that really was brought in uh, by Lincoln, and it was started that started the ball rolling here in the states for that. But we're going to be talking about that in through the issue of education, and uh, we've been exposing that you've been exposing that for some time now so mm-hmm. let's get to what we got today okay i'm gonna start us off with a quote from mussolini okay just what we really want to start with mussolini once stated that fascism should more appropriately be called corporation because it's a merger of state and corporate power and nowhere have we seen this pop its ugly head up tim more so than in education and uh, West Virginia has a new program out that absolutely puts this in real time. And it's called Ascend West Virginia. And basically what it does is it gives you $12,000 for you to uproot your entire family, move to West Virginia so that you can come help their economy grow. But here's the kicker. Not only are there perks that are put in with this that are state-run activities and offering you free community workspace, the whole gist of it, Tim, is it's supposed to be a way to not only help West Virginia economy, but help you get more connected in the name of COVID relief. And how that happens is if you come to West Virginia, you'll be taken care of. And in this awful time, we'll give you places to live and we'll give you uh, places to go and we'll give you a place where you can work. Well, now most of it will be, if you look at the program, that you're still working from home. So my brain is going, well, if that's the case, why in the heck move? They're hoping the money will entice you to come play in their agenda game. Now, the reason I call this a fascist program is because if you look at who is behind it, you will see not only is it big tech from Silicon Valley, but it's a public-private partnership. It's a man with more money than sense, and he's given the state millions and billions of dollars to pull this program off. And it's not just in West Virginia, okay? It's in my backyard, literally. And uh, we'll we'll get to that. But uh, uh, that's what I wanted to open with. Okay. All right. Now, who is this gentleman with more money than sense that you're talking about here? <laughs> I'm, I'm, you know, inquiring minds want to know. All right. Let me see. Um Brad Smith. Now, if you don't know who Brad Smith is, maybe yep. you've used TurboTax or Intuit. Uh, that's who that is. Okay, so he's the guy behind TurboTax, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And they, they also produce, Intuit also produces some other software too, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, they do. Okay, so so this guy, Brad Smith, that virtually nobody has heard of, but they've heard of his product. Uh, mm-hmm. He's the guy funding money into this. Yeah, and he's got some help from another Silicon Valley big tech dude with more money than sense, who originally was not from America, and I cannot pronounce his name. But if you remember Cellular One phone, which AT&T bought out, he is also um, playing into this by being a supportive person with his uh, entity called One Foundation. So you've got these two big uh, gurus from Silicon Valley. And the reason they chose West Virginia, 
not only has it always been recognized as a state that doesn't have a uh, a whole lot of money, got a whole lot of uh, rural areas, but they're both from West Virginia and they've gone out in the world and they've made their fortune. And now they're coming back in the name of trying to be a good citizen, trying to pull all this stuff off. Seeing here, I thought West Virginia was country road, take me home. <laughs> you know, I, I thought it was that kind of thing. They're trying to bring people back in there. And my question is, is, is uh, the same one that Jennifer has in the chat. It says, who's convincing this guy to do what he's doing? Because we know he's not just doing it on his own. He's working with somebody in government there in West Virginia. Who's he working with? Well, he's working with the state government. He's also uh, using, he's also working with the federal government as well as the United Nations, the World Health Organization, um, and a lot of the, the entities that we talk about so many times, Tim, they're all focusing on West Virginia. And the reason why is because a few years ago, Philip Alston from the United Nations made a tour of America. And he had this scathing report about, you know, here we are in the richest uh, nation in the world. And here are all these locations where it's just dirt poor. And in the name of human rights, we've got to do something. Well, if you look at uh, some of the documentation that is in my latest article, where all this information will be for you, and Tim will have all the links up, it gives you a report from the state of West Virginia in conjunction with World Vision, tied to the United Nations for resilient children, which we've done several shows on before, Tim, where we talk about, you know, this is all going after their social and emotional learning. And in this resilient city PDF, okay, it is tied to the new urban agenda. And nobody really has been talking about that, but that is also a United Nations um, entity as well. It ties us also back to the U.S. Um, AID program, which is in the State Department. Uh, and these, these cities for children, and let me back up just a minute. This Ascend West Virginia program ties to uh, what is believed to be West Virginia's most educated cities. Ghent County, which is not really a city, it's a county, okay, Bethany, where you'll find Bethany College, Morganton, where you'll find uh, the University of West Virginia. And they, interestingly enough, house the International Center for Resilient Communities, as well as are a um, UN model club member. You have Shepherd, Shepherdstown, which has Shepherds College. You have Lewisburg, Cheat Lake, North Hills, Thurman, Harpers Ferry, and Green Greenbark. Okay. All right. Um, and I was showing people the article that you've done. We'll have a link mm -hmm. to that so people can check that out later in the archives. You've got all these counties coming in. Again, I, I point people back to a little book called On Secular Education because, you know, mm -hmm. Lynn, we talk a lot about the federal usurpation, and obviously they've got their hands in this because the government cheese is in it. But the state usurpation, too, because the states mm -hmm. have become cowards instead of sovereign states. This is something we're going to talk about with uh, Thomas tomorrow. Mm -hmm. uh, instead of holding their sovereignty as states, they've been taking the government cheese from the feds. And as a result, they've been usurping their authority in the area of education. This is where uh, I point people back to On Secular Education by um, R.L. Dabney, where he said this was going to happen. The states was going to oversee 
education, which is the jurisdiction of the parents, not the state. Mm-hmm. And we become even so ingrained in that that there are now because of that, eventually this was going to happen. You've got this stuff coming in and the states are the ones who are who are funneling this stuff out and they're tied in with this fascism, too. Right. Absolutely. But with all these international agencies, you know, really picking our states and hyper focusing on them, because, you know, not only do you have Smith and the guy from Cellular One, you've got uh, Virgin. The guy who owns Virgin Airlines also owns uh, the Hyperloop, and they picked uh, West Virginia to be the international hub for more technology, and it's called a Hyperloop system. And basically what that particular system is going to do is it's going to be a rapid transit train that takes you from point A to point B. And so, yeah, they've picked this one state to do all this stuff in. But I don't want people to miss this. This is about technology taking over people. And here's something I want to read for you. Okay. Now, this was posted yesterday. Uh, Two of my friends on Facebook um, who are very into technology and how it's being used against us. This is what was shared. Now, I have no idea where in the world this took place. Okay. One of the saddest things I've ever seen in my entire life. I'm sitting in my backyard enjoying the stars when what's that? Two star-like objects moving slowly across the sky in the same trajectory in a line and then more and more and yet more. Now we stopped counting these around 15. Seemed like about 20 by the time they stopped coming. What are they? These appear to be among the first 300 or so startling satellites orbiting our planet at 550 kilometers or 342 miles altitude using onboard phased array antennas to blast broadband internet down to the earth. This is a SpaceX project and what Elon Musk refers to as a new nervous system for the planetary communication it's a nervous system for artificial intelligence. This new electromagnetic assault on prudence itself and all life on Earth is in addition to the rollout of the terrestrial 5G antennas coming soon to your neighborhood, to your downtown, and your child's school. It's also in addition to the other similar low Earth orbit microwave satellite constellations licensed to Amazon and other companies. If SpaceX plan succeeds, the entire planet will be immersed in microwave and millimeter wave radiation just by Starlink alone. No life form on Earth will be able to escape it. But hey, you'll be able to stream your favorite show and be precision tracked in the middle of the Amazon jungle. All hail data, our new master. The key word is the Amazon jungle there. Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, We know what they mean. There are currently about 300 Starlinks in orbit. 60 are added every two weeks. SpaceX license is for 12,000 satellites. So imagine the night sky with 12,000 of these things. Astronomers are going to be really ticked off. But SpaceX has already applied to have 30,000 more. But by the way, this is how Elon Musk plans to fund his colony to Mars. So screw Earth, we're going to Mars. And who licensed this? The FCC. And since when did the United States Federal Communications 
Commission, whose purpose it is to license the use of commercial broad uh, bandwidths, themselves have the right to, to radiate the entire planet with microwaves. And who was consulted? Certainly not the 250 plus international scientists who've signed a plea to the UN and to the World Health Organization to slow down with microwave technologies and look out for the health of our planet and our children. And we give you the link to that. That'll be in the archives as well. Who approved this for our planet, for our ecosystem and for our health? Was it the FCC? Was it the UN? Was it the WHO? Who consented to this? You or your community? The plans for Starlink development weren't even made public until late 2018. And I just learned about this last week. So there's still speculation about exactly how the system will work. But don't we have the right to be informed? Why aren't there highly publicized television debates between the international watchdog groups that are setting these safety standards for these devices and networks? Musk and the telecom data companies on one side and the concerned scientists and citizen representatives on the other. Are we going to just sit idly by and trust the plan for a fully connected data-driven life in which AI thinks for us? In which every square inch of this planet is electromagnetically disrupted by microwave and millimeter wave frequencies and modulations? This is by far tech industry's biggest disruption. We are all a electromagnetically sensitive beings. AI life on Earth is electromagnetic. Health, benefit, uh, health effects of RF microwave exposure have been proven in multi-million dollar studies. Long-term effects are still unknown. But what could go wrong? Is this what we really want? It is time for our entertainment-addicted complacency and compliance to be over. Wow. Wow, I you know I, these are the things that we're talking about now. You know, just to let people know, we had Mark Steele on the show talking about these millimeter waves that are being used. I've made mention mm-hmm. to you guys of uh, Arthur Verstenbaum's uh, uh, book, "The Invisible Rainbow," and that kind of thing. And you know, um, it's interesting to me that. This is all going on, and you go, aren't, shouldn't we have informed consent? Well, we should have informed consent over the vaccines that are being rolled out, and we aren't even getting real news from the, the, the mainstream media over what those things are doing. They aren't even giving us the stories about mm-hmm. the tens of thousands of people who are dead after taking those things or the hundreds of thousands, possibly millions, who have been injured by them. So why would they tell us about this stuff that they're rolling out either that's going to increase the radiation? And this is why I say, folks, you guys have to um, pick up on some of this other stuff, the uh, the chlorine dioxide and stuff. Take care of your bodies in that. See you, David. Take care, man. <laughs> Good night. All right. Um, it- well, now, I know people are going to ask, well, why in the world are we talking about this? This is supposed to be all about education, right? This is a part of it. This is what they're this rolling out. Ex- yep. Yes, this is because this kind of stuff will be taught. We also know that the Science, Technology, Engineering, and Math, which is a UN-derived um, acronym for American uh, education, is going to be at the crux of this. So is the career tech education because, after all, all this is being done in the name of COVID relief and jobs. And the reason why I want to point out that it's not just West Virginia where this is going on, Yahoo, back in October of 2020, gave the 25 most resilient U.S. cities. Are you ready? 
Baltimore, Maryland, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, Chicago, Illinois, St. Louis, Missouri, Cleveland, Ohio, Orlando, Florida, Providence, Rhode Island, Nashville, Tennessee, San Antonio, Texas, Boston, Massachusetts, San Francisco, California, Austin, Texas, Columbus, Ohio, Minneapolis, Minnesota, Raleigh, North Carolina, Chattanooga, Tennessee, Charleston, South Carolina, Madison, Wisconsin, Omaha, Nebraska, Des Moines, Iowa, Durham, Chapel Hill, North Carolina, Little Rock, Arkansas, Akron, Ohio, Albuquerque, New Mexico, and Savannah, Georgia. Okay. All right. Now so me- you can look for you can look for those cities and others around them to start Mm -hmm. having programs like this. And the reason I know that is because just two days ago um, in one of the local resources here, um, I learned about a new co-working free space in Mooresville, where I live, which is just north of Charlotte. It was $2.6 million that was spent to buy a private company to offer a community workspace of 60,000 square footage, okay? It's a nonprofit that's, that uh, has invested in this, and it's called Launch LKN, which is short for Lake Norman, and it's called Millworks. Now, in that particular uh, organization, if you look at the entities that are involved with this, you're going to see artificial intelligence. You're going to see blockchain. You're going to see this thing called CRISPR. Now, CRISPR is something that can we can also tie back not only to the technology in education, but you can tie it back to the vaccines as well, because this is supposed to be yet another thing that alters our genes. And the one thing that we need to understand is like in that uh, Facebook post that we shared, there is an electromagnetic field group that is highly protesting all of this stuff all across the world because they understand just how damaging this is going to be, not only to our physical bodies, but to our minds. Because again, this could tie back to the uh, indoctrination, the social and emotional mindsets that we have been talking about so much recently. Well, they chose a nice name for it, CRISPR for sure. Um, Yeah. No, no pun intended there. Is this what we've got with this emfscientist.org, the International Appeal? Is that what you're talking about here? Yes, yes, they okay. are. And I encourage people to look at that because if you can get your scientists to be involved in in uh, saying, hey, wait a minute, we need to slow down and back this up. We need to have citizens do that as well. So that's what this is about. <clears throat> okay. All right. Now, <clears throat> you mentioned Elon Musk and putting up the satellites yes. and things of that nature. You know, he's been right. in, he's been in the news. Look, there's no doubt that the guy has money and that he has some interesting ideas. There's no question of that. But mm-hmm. the but the fact of the matter is, even he is demonstrating the corruption that comes from man. I mean, this whole idea that uh, the manipulation of even that cryptocurrency market. By him flooding that market into Bitcoin, I think it was like over a over a billion dollars or whatever it was, mm-hmm. and jack that price up exponentially. I mean, should tell people exactly what's going on behind the scenes there. However, you know, David makes a point, and he goes, you know, well, <clears throat> you're not going to fight windmills with your rhetoric. Okay, that's true. But the fact of the matter is, David, most people don't even know this is going on. They don't even have a clue this is going on. Most people still think 5G is just <clears throat> the stuff that's 
always been for cell phones. They're just kind of upgrading the hardware and the software. I think that's the mentality of most people. They think that's all that is. And uh, again, we're going to have Mark Steele on. I, I hope within the next week or so, because he was key in bringing out last year what 5G does, that it is actually a weapon more than it is the transfer of data to be faster, even though that's a part of it. The, the idea is that it's a weapon. And so we're seeing all this stuff coming in. You're exactly right, Lynn. It's going to affect our bodies. It's going to affect our minds. Um, and we have to be those who are under the protection, one, of God, Psalm 91. This is why we should not fear the coronavirus. That's whether the mentality is getting us to. And they know this stuff is coming. They know people are going to get sick from what they're rolling out because they know the science. They know what's going to happen here. Right. Well, I just wanted to point out on this launch uh, LKN website, one of the things that they were saying was, oh, yes, we know that, you know, 20 years from now, you're going to really be thankful that you you took your your hobby or your interest in bitcoins, blockchain, artificial intelligence, CRISPR and all these things. And you're going to be glad you 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 joined with us and that you've made it now into your job. A hobby We've got people who are calling this a hobby, Tim. It's not. Well, exactly. It's not a hobby. There is an agenda behind it. And Mm -hmm. everybody thinks that if it's more convenient, if it is faster, uh, then it's obviously better for us, uh, if that's that's what the case is. And oftentimes, we're not even looking at uh, the long-term effects of what what is being implemented uh, and and I think that's part of the problem, whether it be in the area of health or whether it be in the ed- area of education or corporatism or whatever the case may be. We're not looking at the long-term effects. We're only seeing whatever they want us to see, and we're not right. pulling back the curtain. That's that's what your job has been, is pulling back the curtain, showing you actually what they're doing behind that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, now, in the article for today, you're going to see all kinds of links to all the things that uh, we've been talking about. Now, some of these more recent ones I just found out um, yesterday, so those will be added in the archives as well. They will not be in the article, but uh, one of the things that is in the article that I wanted us to point out is the, and I'm trying to find which one it is. Um, Let's see here. All right, Tim, if you'll go down to resource number nine in that first email, this is the document I want us to bring it back full swing to children and education. All right, I've got them all opened up. So which website is that? It's It's, uh, uh, the West Virginia World Vision Resilient City Plan. Okay, I've got a Go it's going to say www.wvi.org. Yeah, I'm. I mean, I'm going through. So I know. I'm. I'm. I do. I had them. I had them all opened up just so we could go. We go right down the line. This one's it, right? Yeah, that's it. Okay. That's the document. Now, this one shows you. This is West Virginia's blueprint for resilient children. Okay. Now, like I said, this ties to the new urban agenda. That will, You'll see that in there. You'll also see that World Vision's logo is up at the top. Um, okay, so where I want us to go, I think it is, you'll see it's called the strategic pillars. I want folks to see this is what West Virginia and probably your state will have in the works as well. One of the way to have resilient children, and again, this ties back to the social and emotional learning, is to have strategic pillars put in place, okay? And the first one is social cohesion. In other words, we're going to have peace, education, 
informal and informal settings in education. And again, we've been over this, Tim. This is not just for public school, which is considered formal. This is also for in your community and homeschooling, which is considered informal. Okay. Okay. But that peace education, everybody's got to be at peace. Everybody's got to sing Kumbaya. Everybody's got to get along. Okay. Number two is urban governance. Well, what happened to our our governance by those who are constitutional? This is going to put it in the hands of the people, which is what is so dangerous about some of the attitudes we're seeing about, oh, let's just get rid of all the authority and we'll just handle it ourselves. It's Mm -hmm. mob rule. Mm -hmm. Number three, collect and leverage data for transforming the state of West Virginia. Now, anytime you see leveraging data, this means they're going to collect all this information about you, which is a violation of your civil rights, as well as just plain wrong. And it's going to use it against you. That's what leverage means in the government's eye, especially when it comes to education, is they're going to use it against you. They're going to leverage it because they have to make it happen so that we can change this entire state. Now, again, this is not just West Virginia. I'm just using them as an example. Okay. Okay. Number four, improve the quality of the, uh, oh, goodness, the technology envisioning. Okay. I'm just going to let that one go because, again, all this has been about technology. Okay. Um, and everything that they've done in these other strategic pillars. They're going to call it a built environment, all right? Now, all this is going to be enabled or promoted by, get this, top of the list, more public-private partnerships, more technology, more infrastructure, more urban planning policies to promote equity and the sustainable development goals. Mm. Some of this, uh, you know, it it reminds me of what goes on in Malachi and the issue of basically public-private partnerships within that, and God condemns Mm -hmm. them for that. I mean, he he brings a curse upon them and calls them to repentance there. There is also the issue, when we go over in the book of Revelation, everybody knows what I think about Revelation. I believe it's first century. I think we draw all kinds of applications from it. But we see in there, too, we see mm-hmm. public-private partnerships that are going on there with the beast system and there with the merchants of the earth or the land. Uh, for those of you who don't understand that that word earth, when you see it throughout Revelation, whenever you see it in the New Testament, mm-hmm. it can be translated as the land. And we know that as the land there of, of Israel. So one of the right. things that comes about is they're they're working together, they're profiting, the people are not profiting from that, but they are profiting from it, and God brings judgment against them for these kinds of things. Now there this is this is as old as Eden, if you are old as Babylon, if you if you want to put it there, the Tower of Babel. Mm-hmm. And they continue, man continues to try the same old things, nothing's new under the sun, uh, Ecclesiastes right. tells us. So the things that you're bringing out, we're seeing it today, and I guess some people are a little bit shocked to see all of this coming forward again. Haven't men been trying this for thousands of years, and they haven't succeeded? Well, third time's yeah. a charm, fourth time's a charm, fifth time's a charm, right? That's what yeah. man thinks. Yeah. It, what is it? You. It, what is that thing you? Um, 
uh, you go to the refrigerator five different times, and every time you open it, you expect that there's going to be something there you really want. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. that's pretty much where we are. But I wanted to tie this into, um, oh, goodness, uh, Charlotte, when she was on with us a couple of weeks ago, she recommended five different books. And one of them is called The End of Work, and I went and found it, so I have it, Okay. But for those of you who are interested in uh, some of the history as into why we're seeing some of this ugly stuff rear its head, the ISBN number is 978-08-7477-8243. And it's called The End of Work by Jeffrey Rifkin. And I wanted us to see from the foreword, this is what it says. Jeremy Rifkin's mind-opening book is about a world in which corporations have taken the place of kings, or in this instance, your your state leaders, turning cranks that set into motion the mechanical, electrical, and electronic automata that provide the goods and services of a nation. Now, this is by no means a recent development. Okay, so Tim, that goes back to your thing about nothing new under the sun. All right. This is also tying back to, if we'll think about it, all the ways that computers are going to take the place of humans. And we know that IBM, a couple of years ago, put out a list where they said, okay, here are all the jobs that we're going to wipe out with this artificial intelligence. Teaching was among them. So were accountants and lawyers and car mechanics and uh, electricians and engineers and things like that, or jobs like that. So you know, you can't tell me this is not going to be anything good. Um, let me see. There, there was something else I wanted to point out. Okay. When this book was written was 1995. It covers the third rev, uh, industrial revolution, but it also sets the stage for what we're going through right now, which is the fourth industrial revolution. So it is very key if you could get your hands on this book. And I found it on thrift books. I know, um, we have said, you know, find it on Amazon, but I don't like supporting Bezos uh, as much as, I mean, I don't like to, to buy from him, but I know sometimes you have to, but I found it on thrift books. I think it was less than $5. Okay. Yeah. And I, I recognize that off of Amazon as well. I also recognize there's a lot of people who run small businesses off there using that as the conduit to do it. I get it. I get the whole I thing know. there. I All know. right. So let me ask you a question. Sure. We, we've talked about you know, some of this stuff you can definitely do locally. There's no question about it, and that's where we're pushing people to deal with it in their in their local uh, city mm-hmm. and county councils. But somebody might say, okay, how do you deal with this guy who's putting satellites up? To me, I would think the first thing is, okay, all space in the state goes up anyway. I mean, that's their airspace. That's everything else. I mean, you can have a governor uh, put those kinds of things in place. How far does that extend? It looks to me like there could be something that could be done at a local level to to stop some of this stuff from spreading. And I know everybody's going to say, oh, you're just against technological advancements. No, I'm not mm-hmm. against technological advancements, but come on. Let, let's make sure they're, one, actually safe, not like these vaccines that are fraudulently promoted as safe and effective, but really safe, and they actually work, and they're for the betterment of the people, not for just the advancement of an agenda and corporations and filling their pockets at the expense of the people. Right, right. And I would also say locally, find out what's going on. I mean, 
excuse me, if if I hadn't been looking at some of the research or some of the things that I do, I wouldn't have been able to find this local program that, okay, we're going to take what we're calling hobbies and we're going to turn them into ways to be used against you. You know, I would urge you to get in touch with uh, with your local media find out, is this kind of stuff coming in my backyard? I mean, we read off the 25 most resilient cities. You're going to find a lot of this stuff in not only those cities, but in areas that surround them because it all has to be supported by the same system because you can't have alignment, especially in education, to teach this kind of stuff if you're not all on the same page. And this is what we have said for years that is so toxic about Common Core. It forces everyone to be cookie cutter. And that's exactly what this kind of stuff is setting up. So know what's going on in your backyard. Get in touch with the people. Ask them, do you really realize what you're doing? And how can we do this so that we can get the technology or the jobs, but it be safe and and not hurt us? You know, find out what's going on in your state. Is your state trying to entice people to come from some somewhere else where they've been sitting cooped up in their house just to come to your state to go be cooped up in in a house there. Uh, Find out what's going on. Find out how many entities are usurping parental voices because every one of these private-public partnerships are doing just that. They're taking your voice away. That's exactly what they're doing. And you're talking about being cooped up. Now, we had some conversation about that, too. Uh, Mm -hmm. lockdowns and things of that nature. There's also the psychological stuff. I think we had a program where we dealt with some of that too, especially Mm -hmm. concerning our children. Right. And this separation of humanity from one another, folks, it's a tactic there. It's a tactic to dehumanize the people around you. The same thing is happening with the mask. Um, All of this is to get people away from one another so they don't – look, I'm just going to say it. So that when they start killing people right out in the open, because that's where this is going, folks. If you don't believe me, go back and read your history of Nazi Germany. They found a trungeon on you. Guess what they did? You're executed right there in front of your door. Uh, Found a gun on you. You're executed. There is no jury. That's where this stuff is going because the same minds following their daddy, the devil, are pushing the same agenda. That's where all this is going. It hasn't really shown its head yet, Lynn. But I think right. it I think it's pretty clear for anybody who's paying attention where this is all going. Right. And I just when you were, were saying that it made me think I was um watching uh an old T V show the other day and of course you can't even on on um the Hulu and all those kind of things, you can't escape the ads. And one of them I kid you not starts out with we're li- uh, since we now live in a touchless society. So that plays right into the uh, psychological damage because we are wired to have human touch. Well, of course we are. In fact, we're told in the scriptures, uh, you know, Paul talks about, and of course, it's a Middle Eastern greeting, you know, greet one another with a holy kiss, um, Mm -hmm. you know, the the cheek kisses and stuff like that. Um, There is that part where we're to comfort one another uh, who are weeping, we're to weep with or mourn with those who mourn, we're to rejoice with those who rejoice. Well, you can't do that if you're not being with them. And, you know, you and I are using Zoom, we're using certain technology to do the show, 
right. uh, but that doesn't suffice for even you know the brief minute or two that we got to see each other uh, before my daughter's wedding. There, there's something different about that kind of interaction yeah. with with each other. The same thing happens with me and Bradley. We talk on the phone, and that's one thing. But it's it's completely different when you're sitting across from the other person. When you get to give them a hug, or right. you, you actually go and do something with them, that's all being stripped away. Mm-hmm. So that people are isolated by themselves. Now, frankly, I got to tell you, I'm rural South Carolina guy. I kind of like being out away from everything. I don't mind going and being with people, but I mm-hmm. like I like the you know the rural lifestyle, the country lifestyle. I don't like being on top of people like uh, in the city. But but they're doing this for everybody. They're wanting to isolate everybody, and uh, and there's got to be a way that we can push back against that. Absolutely. So I would, I would absolutely, if, you know, like I say, go to the article, look at all the links. I give you the link to Ascend West Virginia so you could see how, and it's called The Offer, okay? Because they're offering you not only $12,000 to move there, but <clears throat> free access to all kinds of state-run activities. Now, the state of West Virginia, but if we're going to look at this as they're really saying it, state-run means uh, not West Virginia, but the powers that be, that that corporation that um, Mussolini was referring to. I Yeah, and, and part of this issue that we're talking about now, you know, I see some of the chat that's going on, and, uh, you know, somebody says, oh, you know, actions speak louder than their words. Well, exactly right, David. Um, we talk about making talk radio do radio. But the problem is most people don't even know this is going on, so how are they going to do something about it, sir? You have to educate the people as to what's going on so they can do something about it. And sadly, we're having uh, people go to D.C. to look for the answers when the answers are really in their backyard, and that's what we've been uh, pushing here. In fact, sometimes it's literally in your backyard, as in your own home, beginning to teach and train your own children. Mm -hmm. Yep. And you have to, uh, you know, look at your city's agenda. How many times have we said this before on this show? You know, start going to those meetings. Yeah, they're probably going to be virtual right now. But if you take the two seconds to say, hey, I really want to know what's going on in Mooresville or Blacksburg or, you know, wherever the heck it is, uh, you can find out. That information is available. And, you know, here in my neighborhood, uh, we're waging a fight with the city against trying to, you know, ruin our historical uh, block that we have because they want to take property and houses and, and widen the road. And what we've found out is that all you have to do is say, you know, hey, I want to attend this meeting. How do I do that? And you contact your city clerk or your county clerk if you're out in the, the, the boonies, so to speak. And you say, okay, when are they meeting again? And how can I find out more? And they will gladly put you in touch with the person or the, the website that you need to go to. I get emails now every time my city commissioners meet. Here's what we're going to go over. Here's what we're going to talk about. And that way it's letting me know so that I can let others know. So, you know, you you become part of a, a like-minded team to get that information out so that you can go and respond. And, okay, you can't go down to the uh, courthouse or wherever right now in person because they have us at home. You still can make public comments that are submitted through email and they are read and they are put on public record. 
Well, that's that's true. And let me mm-hmm. add something else because, again, this keeps coming up uh, in the chat here. Mm-hmm. David, let me tell you, man, it isn't just Democrats. <laughs> I don't know why oh, you're stuck gosh. on that. You're, oh, you're, you're, you have bought into the propaganda. This is Republicans and Democrats because Republican teachers do it too. Republican politicians do it too. And this is why the people cannot be <clears throat> divided into these two-party system, which our founding fathers called a great evil under their leader. So many people following Q and Donald Trump. Still, Donald Trump's not in, in power anymore. Donald Trump is a distraction for you. He, You continue to, the people who listen, who, who look at that, you continue to look at him as being the Savior. Don't do that. Well, you are because I don't see, I see you only calling out Democrats. So I'm correcting the record here. You want to see if I'm reading your chat? Yep, I'm reading it. And you're only calling out the one side and not the other, okay? It is a, it is a small task every parent can do. You're exactly right, and uh, and and David said that that that's exactly right. But the point is, is that this happens across the political spectrum, and the the problem is the people have to get the intestinal fortitude to call out both sides, not to be driven by a political party but to be driven by the truth and the fact that we have established there is limited authority for the state, for the feds, for the locals in our government. And when they go outside of that bounds, we have to call them out locally and we have to be, we're the solution. We're the solution, not them. So with that said, uh, Lynn, there's about five or six minutes here and I know there's a lot of stuff. I don't know if you're wanting to continue on, but one of the questions I have is, is this, Mm-hmm. You're giving us West Virginia. You're saying this sets up to go into other states. Are there other states where they're already teasing this or where they're entertaining this kind of uh, a process? Well, you know, that's why I was hoping people would chime in in the chat or call in and say, hey, wait a minute. I've seen this in my state because I, I know it has to be somewhere else. This is not just an exclusive thing. All right. I've said, you know, here locally, my town is doing something. So I know it's probably got to be elsewhere in North Carolina. But that's two states out of 50. Um, or any of the U.S. territories. We would need to look at those as well. We also would need to consider, is this going on in our U.S. military bases, which are spread out across the world? So this is why I was really hoping people would uh, raise their hand and go, yes, I've seen this, because I did not have time with all the stuff that I was uh, researching to see where else this kind of a SEND program is popping up. Yeah, well, we would take phone calls, but uh, the company that was doing the phone banks for Red State mm-hmm. Talk Radio has kind of went oh, goodbye. Okay. So, but yeah, we can't take any phone calls right yet. But um, oh no, yeah, Scott's, oh, no. Scott's working on that, so maybe we can get something <laughs> in the future. I would work on it personally, but I just don't have time. I'm trying to build right, a chicken coop. Right. <laughs> okay. Um, let me see here. There was a couple of quotes I wanted to give us out of Rifkin's book. Um, let's see if I can get to that real quick. And if you saw anything else in all the information I sent, if, if you see something, <clears throat> please bring that up. All right. On page seven, okay, from the end of work, nowhere is the effect of the computer revolution and the re-engineering of the workplace more pronounced than in the manufacturing sector. 147 years, now remember, this was written in 1995, so it's even more, Uh, 147 years after Karl Marx urged the workers of the world to unite, 
uh, a French minister and technology consultant whose name I'm not even going to try to pronounce, uh, was a consultant to the socialistic French uh, president, confidently proclaimed that the end of being able to have in-person work uh, was stated as this. Machines are the new proletariat, proclaimed A-T-T-A-L-I. The working class is being given its walking papers. And that's what we're seeing happen in 2021, uh, is that we're seeing more and more small businesses shut down. We're seeing more and more people, oh, I don't have a job. You've got people now who are earning more for not being employed than employed. And if you look at the companies who are offering instant money for you to be able to come to work, we all right, that's happened uh, down through the ages here and there, but it seems to be coming a a normal pattern now. I mean, just down the road, McDonald's, a $500 sign-on bonus if you start to work right now. Another company, $700 if you, you know, come in right now. Uh, We're being bought off to, to come work for someone else mindlessly. And then half of when we get there, what are we doing? We're pushing buttons so that a, a robot or that a, a automated system can do it for us. Yeah, that is supposed to be the brave new world, then, don't you know? Um, yeah. So, and they'll be passing out the soma, um, you know, to to take off take off the edge of, of what you got going on there because you're going to go right. stir crazy doing that kind of stuff. Right. Um, Absolutely. All right. Any there- last any last things, or do we need to go over a little bit? Um, I just wanted to point out that through this particular book, you'll see Marx's name brought up not as a supportive or a, hey, I like it, but a, hey, again, history has taught us this is not the way to go. And yet, what are we doing? We're going at breakneck speed. Well, again, when people uh, depart from their God wickedly, they're going to let the devil in the door. And this is what it is. You're going to have every kind of ideology coming together against the people of God because the people of God have lost. Let's let's be honest. The the church has lost its saltiness. And Jesus says when that happens, what's going to take place? Well, they're good for nothing to be trampled upon by men. And so we have to be the salt of the earth. We have to be the Mm -hmm. light of the world. That's what we're called to be. And so part of that is to come out and to expose the works of darkness, which we're doing here. That's a part of it. The other part is to go do something with it, and that's to take it to the gates, folks. The gates of hell will not prevail against the church. Go attack the gates. That's your city council. And I don't mean with with weapons and stuff like that, like with with guns, but with the weapons God has given us, which are mighty through him and tearing down his strongholds. Lynn, we got about 30 seconds. You want to tell people where they can find out more about you? You can find me on commoncordiva.com. I do have a donate button, so if you feel so uh, led to bless me financially, that would be wonderful. I need to let you know that I have been asked to be a keynote speaker for a teacher's conference in June. It it will be out of state, so I will need help in funding that trip. So there's an opportunity there for you if you'd like to. If not, prayer support is always, always welcome. You can find me on uh, Twitter. You can find me on localactivist.org. You can find me on USA.life, MeWe, and Facebook. Okay, thank you, Lynn Taylor. That was Rotten at the Core Wednesday. All of this information will be up in the archives later this morning. 23 hours will be back. Thomas D. Lorenzo, The Problem with Lincoln. Don't miss Bradley at 3 p.m. See ya. <clears throat>